we're back. Hey, man. So here we are. Another week of the, the COVID-19. Uh, Scott couldn't make it today. He's he's under the weather, but it doesn't appear to be anything related to the uh, current virus going around. Just got a little bit of a stomach bug. Uh, I got Jesse here remotely. Um, he he's he's uh, braving the storm we're down, down we're in the we're uh, social distancing, folks. Yes, the social distancing podcast. Um, also with us today, we've got uh, one of the fans of the show. Um, host of uh, podcast Ramblings of a Manchild, uh, Paul Miller's with us today, uh, kind of maybe filling in for Scott, kind of a little bit of a guest. He's listened to the podcast for a while, um, so so he's kind of up to up to speed with uh, everything that we talked about here. How are you doing today, Paul? Uh, doing good here. Uh, thank you for having me here on this uh, podcast. Yes, sir. Good. Welcome yeah. anytime. Thought it would be good to, to have a little bit of... Um, cross uh cross platform uh talk here maybe maybe uh maybe you'll you'll get a couple of fans from us maybe we'll get a couple of fans from you so on and so forth um so um just talking today what we're what we're really wanting to do is just kind of give our experiences as to what's what's going on in the world around us today um the 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 weird the weird eerie feeling of of being a whole human species again for the first time in a long time. Um, we're all dealing with this together as a planet. It's not a. This isn't a country by country thing. This is this is a this is a human uh, epidemic. It's and everybody. It's, yeah, it's it's strange. It's the first time. It, I think it doesn't it, care if you like Jesus or if you like Allah. It's it's coming after you. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't 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 care what your um, what your religious backgrounds are, whether you're rich or poor. Uh, despite what Mexico says, poor people can get the virus. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that Mexico. Mexican no, government, no that's, yeah. that's news. News to yeah, me. The Mexican government came out and tr- tried to tell its people that uh, that low income people can't get the coronavirus, so that the so that the poor people would still go to work. Uh, but that didn't last very long, obviously, because the internet exists. Yeah, you can see the face I'm making. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really strange. It's really strange what's going on. Um, although, um, one thing I would like to point out, and I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, all the weeks, all the days are blurring together, so I can't even really honestly remember what we talked about on the last podcast. Oh, I, I said it best to my wife earlier today. I said, you know, this is the closest we millennials are ever going to get to retirement. <laughs> yeah, how about it? How about it? <laughs> Uh, luckily I'm still working. Um, I, I'm, I'm an essential human being, I suppose, uh, otherwise known but as, are you, are you doing it all remotely? I am fortunate enough that I work from home. Uh, so I do 100% of my work from, uh, from my kitchen table. So I'm lucky in that, that aspect. Good call. I, uh, I was actually, I was furloughed on Saturday from T-Mobile. So I have to, uh, Fill out unemployment stuff tomorrow. I join you on that, Jesse. I actually got laid Dude, off. I, yeah, I read that. I read that post. That's that's some fucking bullshit. It's it is. Like crazy stuff. It's some crazy stuff. Now, uh, it, it it hurts in in these kind of times. Um, I think I, I would like to think that if it wasn't in this COVID nineteen environment, that that things would have been a little bit differently, but. 
unfortunately, the state that we live in is a right to work state. And uh, both fortunately and unfortunately, um, employers and employees can can sever those ties anytime they want to, which is yep. fortunate for and the well, employee because then you can you can leave anytime you want to. You're not you're not uh, bound by any kind of contract or or anything like that. Two weeks notice is, a, and, is a unless unless you unless you find unless you find unless like you get a job where you do sign an employment contract. But yeah, something like that. That's few and far between. Right, Good news. They usually now in PA, uh, you sign an agreement usually that you're aware it's an at will job. Yeah. Yep. That's in my contract uh, with my employer is that it's it's well known that it's that I'm in, employed at will on my end and they're they're employing me at their will and either of us at any time can terminate that agreement uh, without notice or cause. So if I walk in there one day and say, you know, I'm done, um, they can't punish me for that. Um, there can be no ill will or any any mistreatment because of that. And same thing on the other side, they can just get rid of me anytime they want to, um, which is, I guess, good for both sides, but it sucks. You're, you're right. Like they, they, they can get rid of you anytime, but there are certain guidelines that they have to follow. Yeah. Uh, the, the employer has a lot more uh, mar- margins um, that they have to stay within. They're, they're still pretty much, um, they're still pretty, pretty cl- free and clear but like they can't obviously they can't do it because of race sexual orientation um religion gender, gender, yeah. religion all the, all of the hot topic medical buttons, you me- know they, medical they, reasons like, that. like that's that's why uh my previous employer i'm not going to name drop them because i don't want to yeah i'm trying to avoid that too legal repercussions that's why my last employer wasn't able to fight my unemployment because i had medical documentation as to why what was happening was happening yeah so, Paul, though, I, if I'm not mistaken, I, 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 the unemployment you you get, I think you get an extra six hundred dollars a week. Um, it's it's whatever you would be getting salary, normally, yep. plus plus yeah, six hundred dollars, and then you also get an additional thirteen weeks um, on top of it, up to uh, not to go beyond, I believe, December thirty first, twenty twenty. Which, you know, that's that's a pretty good chunk. Uh, of of time so i you know what i say i say take advantage of it i say milk it out um take care of your family take take the money and and take the time to to find find yourself a a job that you enjoy doing oh yeah that's uh what basically all my family members and friends have all told me is you know don't take it personal just you know it, it is what it is. And, you know, like you said before, in PA, it's an at-will state, so I can't really – there's nothing really to fight for it. Although, like I did say in my, my post that I, I actually did request leave from the employer uh, yeah. under the, the new Coronavirus Relief Act. And instead of giving me, you know, up to 12 weeks of paid leave, now they just looked at me and goes, well, this is better for both of us and told me to, you know, go home. Yeah, I mean, so is it better? Is there, is there a potential you'll have your position afterwards, or were you laid off or were you fired? I was laid off. They actually gave me a letter and told me just to clear my desk out. The letter actually says that I'm officially laid off as of tomorrow. So, um, uh, 
are you is there a possibility that the position will still be there um you know after this is all said and done or did they did they pretty much close that door uh they didn't actually say it doesn't say that there's not a date on the letter they didn't tell me that i'd be called back or anything like that so it does leave it open uh but that position is actually i'm hoping going to still be there once this all clears up uh you know, like you guys know that I, I do have young children at home and with the schools closed, that's the reason why I, I went to, you know, ask for leave was they are distance learning on laptops. And, you know, with my wife working and all that, the only other person to watch my children is my mother. And she is not the um, most oh, poor computer Denise. literate person in the world. So Poor, poor Denise. Well, that and, you know, you have a Brady Bunch, so you don't you don't want to have that many people clumped together at once anyway. Well, that's the yeah, that was the big thing with I even told the employer, I said, I'm more more afraid of one of us getting it. And then I just bring it to work. And then on my more, like, yeah, for me, like the fear is not like if I get it, it's one thing. It's a total another thing if my kids get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my big, you know, like, yeah, I told my wife, if I, if, I, if I get it, I'm staying in my car for two weeks. I'm not even going to come in the house. I will say um, there have well, been. That's my there have been no children deaths uh, from the coronavirus, so that's that's good. The only there was one, um, uh, but it was an infant. Yeah, yeah, there there have been a few. Well, there's one infant, one in Chicago, well, one, one, one infant, and my uh, my friend lives in the UK. My friend lives in the UK, and just yesterday they had, they had a five year old die from it. Oh, that's too bad. Well, that's now I don't the, know if that if that five year old had underlying uh, yeah. health issues. Well, even even that there was a there was a nine year old I believe that had cystic fibrosis, um, and um, six year old six year old had cystic fibrosis and the coronavirus, and they made it through. So that's kind of a miracle, um, in and of itself. So I mean, it, again, the, this thing is so weird that you can't say if you're in this group you're okay, if you're in this group you're not okay because there's twenty year olds. They're dying from it. There are MMA fighters that have almost died from it. They had pneumonia-like symptoms. Um, were on respirators. They can no longer fight. Um, there's there's been politicians that have had it uh, and didn't even know they had it. There's been people on their deathbeds. Uh, and then there, I read a person that had the Spanish flu when they were babies, um, like a, when they were like three years old. They had the Spanish flu. They were 105. Had the coronavirus. Yeah, he he, yeah, he beat the too. coronavirus. So, yeah. So I mean, yeah, he survived Spanish flu, the world wars, and coronavirus. Yeah, it's we like need to get what, that man's genes. Yeah, what can't kill this man? Like <laughs> seriously, <laughs> like if a nuke goes Rocky? off, if a nuke goes off, it's going to be roaches and that guy. That's yes, it. and Keith Richards is it? Is he and not Keith Richards? Rocky? And maybe Betty White. Yeah. Well, let's pray. Oh, Betty White died in this covid-19 thing i think that's the end of the world oh i know it we need to we need betty white needs to have her own bunker we need to get her jack nicholson and morgan freeman and just put them underground somewhere very deep uh, so that so that nothing can happen to them oh shit mike you, you know that picture you sent in the group chat about the uh, coronavirus protection suits on wish yeah there's a lady that actually did that in montreal montreal canada she uh she went to the, uh, the grocery store wearing a full latex outfit with a gas mask on. Uh, I uh, for for context for the listeners, uh, as a joke in the in the group chat, I posted uh, a picture of a gimp suit 
Uh, and I said, I said that it was a coronavirus uh, protection suit that I found on Wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking funny. It's like, quick, everybody, Wish is selling coronavirus protection suits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. A lot of people thought that I was serious, though. I thought that was going to be more of a joke, but yeah. everybody's like, no, I already yeah. have one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, what you do in your bedroom, that's fine. You don't need to share it on Facebook. <laughs> well, that's not as bad as the uh, lady in the Lewisburg Walmart that was in, like, a painter suit with a respirator on shopping. Oh, my God. I've seen everything. Oh, yeah. I, uh... No mask, obviously. To like this one lady had the mask, but it was only covering like the very top part of her mouth and her entire nose was exposed. It's like, what are you doing, lady? Like, you're not helping anyone. I was driving down down the road. Lady was wearing gloves and a mask and she pulled her mask to the side to take a drag off of her fucking cigarette. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Why are you even wearing gloves? What are you doing? Or the people that wear their gloves every fucking place that they go. And don't change their yeah. gloves. You're, you, you you're really def- only need to wear them when the you're out of the house. The and you're defeating the yeah, purpose you, of the gloves. You need to discard the gloves. Or, or my favorite is to see people leave. wearing the gloves and then they'll like wipe their forehead. And I'm like, ah, you're not supposed to touch your face at all. Yes. Which I, I understand that's really, really difficult to do. Oh, I get that. Uh, but Especially, people- you know, us three, we have beards. So we're always like, itch, itch. Oh, I kept getting yelled at at work touching my face because I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I have dry skin. Yeah. yeah. And a beard. Um, so I'm, I'm and a beard. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm human and it's going to itch. It, it itches on a normal day. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking about shaving. I already did. Uh, to be honest, I've, I'm down to just are you, are you clean shaven. Nope. I got the goatee right now. Yeah. I'm, I might just clean shave it off. Rocking the goat. But well, I, don't, I really want to be seen with that. Just bad. to let you know, I don't. Have you ever seen me clean shaven? I look like a kickball. I, th- I think. I think uh, one time for for uh, I think for graduation, um, you you shaved everything down. I think. That was no, I had, a, I had to go. I had to go to you, my graduation. Okay, but well, we graduated then. at separate times. Did we? Yeah, we did, didn't yeah. we? Because yeah. I graduated I, with. Did we? Did we have that fucking? Uh, the career management class together with that fucking bitch. Well, you have to be more specific. There were many bitches. <laughs> we all three had her. We had to have because she was a fucking Nazi. Yeah, I, know, I think I know who you're talking about. That was the, the short hair butch. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, well, you have to get a suit and tie for your class. And I'm like, bitch, I don't have a job. Uh, was it... Um, My wife went to McCann, too. I'm asking her real quick. Yes. No. Um, no, it's an old lady. The older lady with the glasses, the she's the butch. That ah. Yeah, think of think of the uh, the dean of admissions in Van Wilder. Yes. Deb. Deb. She also did psychology. I don't know. That career management class was bullshit. Yeah, she it was. Looked like you didn't know it was a woman. The only thing I learned yeah. in that class is how to lie on my resume. And I already like knew they, how to do that. Like they literally <laughs> teach you how to. Like she's like, well. Did talk, you ever, talk yourself up. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever uh, volunteer for a family and over the summer? Oh yeah. Well, then you could say that you you did fill fill Yeah, volunteer work for for lesser whatever. And she's like, this. You just got to church it up. Uh, I saw. Yeah. One thing I, don't, that, I don't like lying at all. 
one thing that that disappointed me a hell of a lot uh, the other day is I I I broke down and I needed some I needed some bad food. I've been eating at my house. I've been eating good food um, for for this. Did you go to Wendy's? Time. I went to McDonald's. I had to have some horrible food. I needed some grease. Um, my my grease levels were were very low. Um, so anyway, I went to McDonald's uh, and I got some got supper one night. Went to the drive through because you can't go inside. And I saw <laughs> in the parking lot of McDonald's across the street. You know, Paul knows what I'm talking about. The Hughesville McDonald's, that trailer park behind the Hughesville McDonald's. There must have been oh yeah, there must have been ten kids playing tag of all fucking things. Playing tag. Does that register with anyone else? Playing fucking tag. Touch each other. Yeah, let's touch each other <laughs> and and try and touch <laughs> each other everywhere. Let's run at each other and touch, and then let's get huffing and puffing and breathing real heavy on each other and maybe cough a little bit and sneeze in each other's mouths. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Mike. Well, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> Do these kids not have well, parents? Like, come on. So I, I, I can give you a good one, too. Uh, so, like I said, I was still working uh, at T-Mobile Friday and Saturday. Friday, I went over to the uh, – Well, do you know where T-Mobile is in Seals Grove? I do not. Okay, well, do you know where the Dollar Tree is and where uh, fucking Giant used to be? Getting warmer. <laughs> And well, you, what about Dynamic Wings? Do you know where they were? Not at all. Okay. I'm not anyway, being helpful. It's I'm just really not being helpful. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Like, so I know you know where Bob Evans is, right? Yes. On the strip. Yeah. Yeah. So you go past Bob Evans, and then it's the next left. It's just right there. Uh-huh. Okay. So I went over to the Dollar Tree, which is where Giant used to be, and on on my break because I I needed to get some bottles of water, so I was fucking thirsty, and we don't. We don't keep anything in the store. So, I'm, you know, they have everything taped on the floor like they're supposed to for social distancing guidelines. Yep. And I'm, I'm waiting my turn at the register. Lady finishes buying her stuff. She walks away. I walk up, put my stuff on the belt, and this, all of a sudden something slams into the back of my legs. And it's a woman with her cart behind me. And I'm like, excuse me. Well, that seems like and she just kind of looked at she, yeah, she, 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 Yeah, she just kind of looked at me, and I'm like – you need to step back. And she just went, she like, she looked at me, she was like, <sighs> and so like, she's standing right next to the sign. I walk right up to her. Cause I was at this point, I'm livid. I smacked the sign and I go, reading is fucking hard. I said, now move back or I'll move you back myself. <laughs> I, I just don't understand. I don't understand how people don't understand. Like it's, I think that's what put us in this way. predicament. In the first yeah. It's, it's just, just People, just just stop, just stop. Don't be don't be fucking morons. I mean, it's it's put there in black and white. You got lines on the fucking floor. You know, if it's more than in, uh, if you two arm reaches, two arm reaches. If you're more than than your width of your arm plus another width of their arm, you're too fucking close. If you can smell my fucking farts, you're too close. So, all right, here we are talking about people being stupid and my wife just sent me a news link 
where where was this at? Uh, I don't know where Will County is. Is that here in Pennsylvania? Um, I, it doesn't sound well, familiar. What? Isn't that up okay, by it's, it's Illinois. It's Illinois. So, all right. Uh, a man, I don't think it's his wife uh, or his partner. Uh, I guess they were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, 54-year-old man killed his girlfriend, and then he killed himself because he thought they had coronavirus. Oh, yeah. And um, Post-mortem. Was- post-mortem. They tested negative. They tested negative. Well, that's that's great, but that's Darwinism, so that's okay. Well, maybe on his end, maybe yeah, not okay. hers. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> well, what about what about the um? There was a there was a lady I think here in here in PA. Uh, I wish I had. I didn't prepare. I didn't have any new news articles ready. Um, well, but we're just bitching anyway. That's all this is. He he killed his wife, I think, because she coughed on him. Yeah, that was here. And then what about the um, girl that got beat in the streets in Philadelphia here like two weeks ago because she was sneezing? Yeah, or the or the uh, the unfortunate Asian Sneezes fella. Sneezes happen to perfectly healthy people. Yeah, uh, and the, the Asian fella that um, was beaten and drenched in bleach uh, for being Asian. Uh, he wasn't even Chinese. I think he was Korean. If you're going to be racist... Yeah at least get the right the right race well, and, and and you know like when the shit first started the, the black guy that lysol the the asian dude on the fucking subway yep yeah but but that that wasn't racist because black people can't be racist you forgot that point so yeah that, yeah. that, that negate yeah, that negates the entire racism I, I have a really good black friend and he heard that for the first time and he goes is this fucking guy retarded <laughs> <laughs> See, I see what you did there because you mixed the N word with the R word. I love it. Yeah, it's just like if you follow the definition of what the thing is, that's what the fucking thing is. It's it's not all because I'm this. It it can't be that. It's not possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, I'm 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 beyond exhausted by the all of the people on Facebook that are that say things like well it's not as bad as the flu and I could it's do worse than the flu. It's, it's like yeah and I saw I saw a, a thing on Facebook today that, that really put it in perspective um, even if the survival rate is what is it right now like 96 percent that leaves a four percent mortality rate. Um, even if the mortality rate is 4%, that means if you know 100 people, four of those people of are, are going to die. Are you willing to give up four of the people that you know because it's just the flu or because it's it's only 4%? Like, think of, well, let's, think put it of on, let's put it on a scale rate. that's bigger than that. Think about if everybody in the States gets it because we don't practice social distancing. Think about how many millions of people. Oh, yeah. Well, that, they, they went further in in um, in the town that we're in in Muncie. There's 2,096 people in Muncie, so that means 61 people. If my math is correct, doing it in my head, it 61 people roughly would die in in Muncie if if four percent of the population died. Now, if you take that even higher to Lycoming County, there's I think 12,000 some people in Lycoming County. That would mean three thousand people would die 
in Lycoming County. And I'm just using rough numbers here, but are you willing to say that 3,000 people isn't a lot? That's the, that's the entire population of a town. Well, I know that Dr. whatever his name is, won the Trump administration on this whole thing. He even said if we don't start, you know, using common sense and social distancing, all that, we're looking at people catching it. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think the numbers were something scary, like 100,000, 200,000 deaths. And that's not just that's not deaths. Let's let's put it. Let's put it in perspective. If everybody in the United States got it and that means everybody and the mortality rate was four percent, that means. 14.8 14.8 million people would die. That is insane. That's insane. That's what? Almost the population of our state alone? Yeah, our state's 12.8 yeah. 12. 12. That, million. Say, that's, that's, that's more people than are in the state of Pennsylvania. That's more than the, the state of P- Pennsylvania. So, I mean, I don't get why people just can't take this seriously. I'm not saying that you need to be paranoid and get out your tinfoil hat and sit in a cupboard and rock back and forth. But and and just stay. Mike, I appreciate that you say that because most of the people I see downplaying it, at least in in my circle of people that I know, they're they're very right leaning, and it's just like, well, the cure can't be worse than the virus. I said, well, yeah, well, I get that too. And nah. I understand that point. The cure can't be worse than the virus, but they already said. Like I've watched a lot of shit on this, and and the consensus that I get is there's going to be an ebb and flow. They're going to give us two months on, one month off, because the problem is they know everyone in this country is going to get it, but they don't want the mortality rate. The reason the mortality rate gets high is because we don't have uh, the capacity. It overruns the, uh, yeah. the health exactly. exactly. If you if you can treat it properly at a proper rate, then the mortality rate will go down. Um, at, at the very beginning of this thing, it was like 1% or, or 1.5%, and it skyrocketed because especially in New York and Philadelphia, the healthcare systems are getting grossly overrun and they can't treat people properly for this. So what they're going to do is they're going to close everything off like this for two months or so. And then once the, once the rates in the hospitals start to drop down to where they can handle more people, then they'll let more people out into the public and they'll, re- they'll ease some of these restrictions. And then once more people start getting it and the numbers start going back up, then they're going to tighten the restrictions again. It's going to be an ebb and flow because they're they're one hundred percent certain. And this is this is from the CDC. This is from uh, things I'm reading from the Health and Human Services from WHO that they're they're very certain that in order for this to 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 actually go through, we we're going to need two things. Uh, either everybody's going to have to get it, and we're going to have to get immunity f- from it which in that case, I think something like 61% of the population has to get it in order for the immunity to come through. The second thing that we can do is a vaccine. I know they're working on vaccines and things like that, but nothing's proven yet. If we get the vaccine, then we're safe. I think, we're safe. Uh, I think the one, uh, university in Philly was working on something that's very promising. Uh, UPMC just released uh, 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 a sugar a sugar stickle um, vaccine it's it's made out of sugars and it's a very fine needle that you put on the tip of your finger and the needles that go it on they go subdermal and then they uh dissolve once they're subdermal and that that's how they release the vaccine that way 
Um, and that was done by the University of Pittsburgh. So there's a lot of people that are coming out with vaccines for this. They start human trials. I believe they just have to get clearances from the FDA and the FDA right now is like really shoving through uh, those kind of applications to get these vaccines going. Yeah. University of Pittsburgh reports successful COVID-19 vaccine trial. My, my co-anchor in the other living room is feeding me news articles. Well, so is mom. I'm, I'm, I have my wife, which is a respiratory therapist as a profession, sitting across the table from me going, telling me what we're saying right and what we're saying wrong about everything. Good. I'm, I'm, Good. I'm, because I, I, w- I want to be corrected when I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than willing to hear what I'm wrong. I'm just, I'm just stating the stuff that I'm – the information that I'm getting. Um, but but um, I, I really hope it's not scenario A. Um, where 61% of the population is going to have to get it in order for immunity to, to get, you know, where it needs to be. I'm hoping that it's option B where we get the vaccine um, and, and we can, we can kind of mitigate it a little bit more like the, like the seasonal flu. I think it, my opinion, and cause I do this for a living, I actually leave tomorrow for an eight week travel assignment um, because hospitals are so overwhelmed. Um, it'll be the vaccine. There's not only UPMC, but there's a hospital in California who is working on a blood test where they can take your blood and see if you have the antibodies to it. Then they're also taking the plasma if you have the antibodies to it, and they're trying to inject it into people right now to see if it cures and alleviates symptoms. Plus, then there's that the drug that's usually used for arthritis. They're trying to cure that or uh, pair it with the Z-Pack. So uh, that's uh, hydrochloroquine. Is that yeah, what you're yeah. So yep. And I've seen there's like, mal- I've seen there's malaria drugs and things like that that they're trying as that, well in, in combination with it. other things. Yeah, that, that's the hydrochloroquine. Yeah, it's okay. also used for people who have really bad arthritis, um, and unfortunately, ah. they've kind of hold on it right now, and those people can't get it. Um, so it's kind of like a double edged sword. It's uh, it's also used to treat lupus. Yeah, yeah, it has a couple different things. the The problem with it is, is it's not good for your heart, so they have uh-huh. to really closely monitor. And not everybody's a candidate for this because if you have a bad heart or you know anything to begin with, you can't get it. It'll kill you. Which yeah, you know, you and don't want to take that. That's another problem that 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 we're going to run into in Italy. A lot of the issues that they were running into was not necessarily related to coronavirus, but people with other types of diseases, heart disease, stroke, things like that, that couldn't get in and get treated because there was no room for them. Uh, they had too many so, people yeah. that needed hospital beds for coronavirus that, that they, they, there was a doctor on, um, Oh, I think it was on Glenn Beck that he, they had a, a doctor on there and, uh, he said he was an Italian doctor and he said that they were having to send stroke victims home with aspirin, uh, just because they didn't have any, any way to treat, uh, they, their hospital was too overwhelmed. Uh, they had beds in the beds in the hallways and everything like that. They just couldn't treat people. Um, so people were dying from other things, uh, just because there were, the hospitals were packed with coronavirus. That's what's happening in New York right now. Um, they've actually, they're putting up multiple hospitals over the weekend because over this weekend to open up on Monday, That'll be positive COVID patients only because there's just so many they can't keep track of them. I mean, these people are dying and they're putting them in refrigerated trucks because yeah. there's nowhere. The more 
people. There's nowhere to yeah. put Yeah, yeah. My my wife this past week she's she had issues uh, breathing, and when she'd breathe in, she'd have a, a pinch, and she has history of PE. So we took her to Geisinger, and they weren't going to give her a COVID nineteen test, but they did, and they still didn't give her a final diagnosis, and we still don't have the uh, the results back from the COVID nineteen test. But they treated her as if she had a pulmonary embolism, so they just gave her warfarin and Lovenox shots and sent her home. And we don't even actually know if she has a pulmonary embolism again. Yeah, it's kind of scary right now. I worked yesterday um, in the emergency room, and it, it's you know, you have these rooms are negative pressure. So if it's anybody positive COVID or pending COVID, you put them in there. Anybody else kind of goes out and around it. And they try not to admit people right now who normally would be admitted because you just, you don't want them in there. It's more dangerous for them to be there. than So you kind of tune them up and send them on their way. And yeah, yeah. The only reason they even took her in is because she was, it was hurting her when she was breathing. Right, right. I, so it's like I, those people, that it's not, you just don't see it. It's, it's crazy right now. The hospitals are very crazy. And I, I want to jump back to what you were talking about earlier with Italy. Um, and, you know, Paul, Paul, your wife can correct me if I'm wrong. But when you smoke, from what I understand, is it creates more of these specific kinds of receptors within your lungs. And as a smoker, there's, th- there's these many more receptors for the virus to bind to. Did I understand that correctly? Well, when you smoke, your receptor, those receptors die. So they don't fight away anything that it's supposed to. Okay, so then I just, I just kind of misunderstood what it was doing. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Those, your receptors are crap, for a lack of better words. When you smoke, it's, your, your lungs don't work right. So, um, unfortunately, then you become very close with my kind, but it is what it is. Um, the people who smoke are at increased more risk of this just because their lungs are bad. They're in bad shape. Anybody, it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter if your lungs aren't bad. Let's say you have, you know, arthritis where well, you're already immunocompromised. So you're at higher risk. It's just like, it's like yeah. any other virus. You're at higher risk if you're compromised any other way. Yeah. But- and I'm, I'm type two diabetic. So it, it kind of scares me. Yeah. Get- I mean, correct me if I'm wrong though, um, on this as well, but the, the, the risk of that would also be the same for your average bronchitis, pneumonia, um, any other respiratory thing. Um, anyone who smokes would be at a higher risk, the same as any other, uh, respiratory illness. Yep. She, uh, actually nod her head as she was walking away. That is completely correct. I'll be back to have more educational conversation. <laughs> oh. Um, but, but that's, uh, that, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a good point. I think my, my bigger question is, um, are a lot of these people, um, that are going into the emergency room, are they legitimate to be going to the emergency room? Or are they just, are they just going because they're panicked or, or something along those I, I lines? I think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a balance between both. I told my kid plenty of times he's been out jumping on the trampoline and fucking around out in the woods. I says, you got to be careful because we're not going to the hospital. It's not that we can or anything like that. We're just not, um, that they can't, they can't treat, certain things right now and they're, they don't want you there. So if it's something that, yeah, that, that was another thing about people not practicing social distancing is that like, if you don't do this and the hospital becomes overwhelmed, they're not going to be able to treat people that need treated for other things, for other things. And we because, need to because be able other to things, have other things aren't stopping. No, you know? no, just because this is here doesn't mean heart attacks are going to suddenly go down or, or it's like, I fell the other day and I'm like, thank God I didn't get hurt because 
I can't go to the hospital right now. Yep. So I've told him, I mean, uh, we're, we're, we're doing a little project right now. Uh, kind of let's, let's take a right turn away from, away from apocalyptica for a second. Um, as a positive note during this coronavirus right now, I started some seeds, um, and I'm teaching Aaron how to, how to grow food. Um, we we're growing some tomatoes and some, some green peppers and, and some green beans and we're tearing yeah, apart. My wife's doing the same. In fact, I, she's doing the most, I actually just did that yesterday with the kids. Yep. Um, we're, we, we had an old deck out in the woods that was, that was off of the old trailer from when we were, um, from when her parents had the trailer before they built their house and we're tearing that apart. Um, I'm getting pictures of the progress as we go, but we're tearing that old deck apart and repurposing the wood for a planter. Um, and we're, we're building a planter and doing this whole thing. And I'm kind of just kind of trying to teach Aaron, you know, how to, how to use the stuff that you have around, um, to, to get what you need because you might not always have, uh, the luxuries that we have, you might not always be able to go to Walmart and, and get what you need, or you might not always be able to go to these places. And this is a good lesson, uh, for our generation and the generation after who's always had the supermarket and has always had, um, you know, a place to go when you need things, you know, uh, it's a good skill to have, to be able to, to take what you have and, and repurpose it into something that useful. I actually said that on one of my podcasts, the, uh, couple episodes ago where, um, I actually told all my kids there, you know, this is the first time ever since I, since we were kids where you see people actually getting a glimpse of being outside, not being distracted. They're actually getting tired of electronics. Yeah. And like back those gardening skills and those like almost like survival skills. Yeah. It's the first time since world war two, at least our generation has never seen it. Honest to goodness, aside from Vietnam, which which really doesn't even constitute close to what we're dealing with now. No offense to anyone who was in Vietnam. It was an isolated place. You, you what you went through was horrible, but um, not downplaying that. But World I, War I think, you, was, I think you just mean on a, on a on a scale. It's a global scale issue now. Yeah, Vietnam and, wasn't. Uh, it's not this. It, it you you can compare them, but they're not the same thing. No, and even our parents, even our parents' generation is what I'm getting at. Is they didn't like our grandparents knew knew what what to do in situations like this because they went through World War One, World War Two. Um, you know, some of them all the way back to the Spanish it, it mass the mass shortages of of food and other supplies. The depression the and yeah, the, the the stock market crash in the 20s. They've seen some shit. You know what I mean. And, and our, our parents and us and the generation after us, we've had it pretty cozy, um, you know, for, for quite a while. And this is the first glimpse of the second world, uh, United States where everything's not. I think what makes this so bad is that most people, uh, just so incredibly complacent. Yeah. Well, that was, that was the other point is the government was wholly unprepared for this and it's not Trump. It wasn't Obama. This goes clear back to Clinton uh, when they when they when they started cutting uh, pandemic supplies. They, they they had the attitude, oh well, we haven't used them in eighty years. You know, I love to hear you say that it's not Obama because all I hear is we just inherited a broken system. It's all their fault. Yeah, that's I'll, I'll, okay. I'll give that to Trump. I, I, I will. I will. Line. I will agree that. You probably did inherit a broken system, but you've been in office for almost four years now. So this it's, shit's it's been broken. You now, this shit's been broken for far longer than Trump, 
far longer than Obama, far longer than mm-hmm. Bush, far longer. Especially than- considering, especially considering they've been warning of a pandemic for at least two decades. Well, they've been warning of a pandemic. Let's be honest; they've been warning of a pandemic for a hundred years since the last pandemic. They're like, when, yeah. when the Spanish yeah. flu went through, they're like, "Oh, we we were not prepared for this. We need to be prepared for it next time." And then we're like, "Okay, we will." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then oh yeah, yep, you're right. Every ten years, we will. We'll get it. We'll get there. We got it. <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, we got it. We got a plan. We got. We got this. You know, and then we, as the, the 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 fucking sheep that we are, we're just like, okay, give me my Big Mac, I'll be fine. Yeah, give me a Big Mac and a you know, cl- uh, screen in front of my face to distract me from the problem, upcoming problem. Exactly. The, you know, these I, are like I, the downfall of society. Oh, I know. Oh, it. Yes, I know it. And think of how many germs are on that fucking thing. Huh. Think of how many times you've touched that and not disinfected it. You know what's weird? I can't see that light with my blind eye. <laughs> oh, I know that's your uh, that's your uh, infrared blaster. Yeah, yeah, that's the government huh. watching you. Yep, <laughs> the government the government's watching you every moment. Don't think they're not. Anyone that thinks you're not, look into Edward Snowden. <laughs> oh no! Did you finally catch that podcast of him and Joe Rogan? I, I didn't watch all of it because it some of it was was pretty boring, um, but but I <laughs> don't don't look at me like that. Uh, don't look at me in that tone of voice. Uh, I, I for real though. I mean, but I did get the good parts. I I got him talking about how him being in Russia and and the shit that he saw and and the 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 stuff that he that he you know put in his reports. And stuff like that. A, lot of, so, a lot of people think that he. He chose to go to Russia. He landed Ooh. there. That's just he just happened to be there. Yeah, and he's fortunate enough that they're allowing him to have a green card. He, um, I think he was on his way to Singapore, or was he? On, he was on his way to Asia, somewhere in Asia. And the first stop he made was in Russia, and that's when the United States put the put the clamps on him, and he could no longer he could no longer leave Russia because if he went anywhere else. If he tried to board a plane anywhere else, uh, he would have. They were going to extradite. Him. Yeah, they would have extradited him. So, and obviously, Russia is not our best friend, so they're not just going to give him up. No, especially considering everything he knows. Yeah, oh, yeah. The amount, the amount that he knows, that he knows that we don't know he knows. <laughs> yeah, I know that sounds is a lot more. Like, there's he only released things that he thought were vital to the public. Yeah. But he knows. don't know that he knows that he knows, you know, he knows. Don't say anything. I couldn't, if I wanted to, <laughs> I'm glad you got that reference. <laughs> Joey, don't say anything. Couldn't if I wanted to, <laughs> if I wanted to, <laughs> uh, so yeah, people are dumb. Um, mm-hmm. and not following directions. Um, how about, how about a couple of tips? Well, let's do that. Uh, where when you're when you're making a mask, it has to be double ply cotton. Um, it can't it can't be just a, a single ply handkerchief. It must cover your nose and your mouth, and it can't have any gaps in it. I, I would argue to make it a triple ply because, like, yeah, I watched I watched a video of a guy just taking a spray bottle with water, hitting hitting one of those homemade masks in the water. It's just like here's the mask, and then it just goes straight through it. 
Yep. Yep. And uh, well, even that these uh, like retirees and these people are making from home, they even tell you that you're supposed to put like a cotton filter in between the the double ply just to make it triple ply. Or even put something in there that's uh, that's air that's like you know liquid like airtight like that so it can't pass through. Yeah, because you're still going to be able to breathe. Just take the HEPA filter and, that out of the vacuum you... cleaner and sew it into the center. Make sure you clean it. Wow. <laughs> the dust will act as an extra filter. Yeah. So that way when that wet stuff gets to there, it just sticks to the dust. Then exactly. you have mud in your mask. Exactly. And every every woman dies for a mud mask. Nobody got that one. That one didn't hit. No. <laughs> know your audience, man. <laughs> yeah, well. Thought I did. <laughs> that was more of a more of a uh, spa kind of joke, but it's it's funny. Like it, there's been some like uh, information comes out that has contradicted things that the World Health Organization has said in the past. Oh, where no. like you know they, they say like <laughs> video games are uh, now like uh, considered an addiction and a mental illness, and then they release this article that says play video games while under quarantine. <laughs> it's yeah. an American favorite. Last time it's like well which do you want us to do yeah <laughs> yep well that's like when they first came out and said like oh stay at home and this whole quarantine thing started and then all of a sudden now everyone cares about mental health because you know you're going to be locked in your house and get cabin fever yep. and you might hurt yourself i uh what's funny is that i have not changed my lifestyle at all nothing oh well, yeah that's my nothing has changed for me except for i work I, at the kitchen table i'm an introvert so Oh, my wife keeps telling me she's been training for this her entire life. Yep. I exactly. That's exactly how I feel. It said introverts, check on your extrovert friends. They don't know how this works. Yeah. You just stay home. (laughs) I like uh, the the joke Tom Segura says, hey, you want to go no to the rest of that sentence? (laughs) You want to (laughs) no. Whatever whatever you were going to say, keep it to yourself. No, I don't want to do it. I, I not, interested. not interested. Don't care. I have enough friends. I have enough friends. I don't need any more friends. Don't need any more. All friends. filled up on the friends. Yeah. All Do you know what time it is? No. My friends, what time? I only tell my friends what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you see his new special? I did, and it's wonderful. Oh, it's Bert, so good. Bert Kreischer he, did he a new, new special tra- too. He fucking trashed Louisiana again. Again, <laughs> but, but only because they came so hard at him. They came so funny. hard at him. What was he said? The people with, uh, like the the group of people that represent uh, people with Down syndrome wrote more coherent arguments than the people from Louisiana. Well, of course, uh, can't understand Creole. Where y'all gonna get y'all shrimp? Don't you hear me? I tell you, he did. <laughs> what wrong you? I say you, he did. Oh yeah, so. Uh, the, uh, another tip, um, if you're going to fucking wear gloves out in public, discard the gloves after every stop, wear new gloves at every store. Yeah. Don't smoke. Yeah. That's a good one. While you're wearing a mask and wearing gloves. How about you don't good. smoke? Now's a good time. Yeah, don't to quit. Smoke. Oh yeah. That's what a lot of doctors are saying. Good time now's, to quit. Now's a good time when all the stores are closed and you can't get cigarettes. Uh, another tip here, I know it's been a, it's kind of new information coming out that they're really kind of pushing is uh, 
Uh, be careful, of, you know, if you're going to wear your shoes in your house. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, uh, you're going to be t- taking germs from everywhere that you just were um, on the yeah, side into your house. That's, that's, that's fair. Uh, I know with my wife, when she works at the hospital, she has to wear, you know, non-porous shoes. She can't wear sneakers. And um, the coronavirus, they've actually tested nurses' shoes. And it can actually survive on the on their shoe, those special like I forget what they're called. They're non-porous. Yeah, they're non-slip too. Yeah, yeah, right. and can survive three days on top of their shoes. Yeah, That's it binds crazy. it binds itself to the cells, and and it really doesn't care what kind of cell it is because it's a virus. It needs a host to survive, um, so it binds itself to the cells on on a lot of different things. Um, and, and that's why it's able to last on surfaces as long as it does, because it just binds itself. And then when it gets picked up, it binds itself to different cells. And we leave every time we touch something, we leave cells behind. So don't, I'm not, not trying to make it sound like it binds itself to the cells of a railing or it binds itself to the cells of a shoe, but we have, we have our cells on everything. Uh, so it binds itself to the, to our cells on your clothing, on your shoes, on the tabletop, on, you know, our shit is everywhere because human beings are distracted. On your Xbox controller. Oh, I know. It's it's everywhere. I mean, that's why they're saying, like, sanitize your cell phone, sanitize, like, everything you touch on a daily basis, like, two, three times a day. Oh, yeah. yeah, Like, like, you know, I've been doing DoorDash through this shit, and after every order, everything I touch or take from the restaurant, I... Like I even clean my debit cards with Lysol wipes yep. as soon as they're used. Yeah. Yep. That was my my biggest oh, fear. I'm rich. I got a three pack of those. Holy shit! You could sell those for five oh. bucks a wipe. Yeah, I know. I got a twelve pack of toilet paper from the dollar store the other day. I think I I was so afraid I was going to get mugged walking out. I know. Okay. Yeah. Which leads me to another coronavirus tip: stop buying fucking toilet paper. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> I, well, I bought it because I needed it. Well, I know. Yeah. One thing, if you're going to wipe your ass with it, but the people that are building—I don't know—are they building forts in their living room oh, with toilet paper? All they had, all they had, was like the big family pack, and I'm like, well, we're down to like two rolls, and there's Let's five people in my house, and my kids don't know how to moderate how much toilet paper they use. You shouldn't have to purchase fucking toilet paper like you're starting a so, savings so account. Walking through the store with this big family pack of toilet paper, someone stops, goes, "Where the hell did you get that?" I'm like in the toilet paper section. <laughs> yeah. Well, you think they were way up on the top and I had to have someone get them down for me. He goes, how many do you want? I'm like, just one. I'm not an idiot. Well, I went to the dollar store here uh, in my local area, like right when the whole hoarding thing started and we didn't buy toilet paper. Then I was buying like, you know, the essentials for a blizzard, like milk, eggs, bread yep. and all that. And a guy came up to the register with uh, like three, Big old packs of napkins and said, oh, I guess you're out of toilet paper still. And the manager said, yep. And she goes, he goes, well, this would, this would do. At least I have my beer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, it's not the end of the world. If you run out of toilet paper, you can still take a shit and hop in the shower and wash your ass. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's still there's still things you can do. You always got your seashells, right? I have three seashells, yeah. I like what I use the seashell. My one friend was like, fuck it, just shit in the shower and waffle stomp that shit down the drain. I'm like, you're fucking gross. <laughs> uh, 
you should listen to uh, Joe Joe Rogan has a has a story about Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz is so fat. He's so fat that he can't shit in the toilet, so he shits in the bathtub and then grabs it and throws it into the toilet. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it's true too because he'll tell you he doesn't even care. Like Joey Diaz has no he has no shame. He has no anything like that. He's not ashamed of anything. So he'll tell you right out, right on the open. So yeah, stop buying all the toilet paper. What else can we think of uh, to tell these morons to quit doing? Uh, s- stop coughing on the fucking produce. Um, oh yeah, that. Did you see the new one of the guy going through the uh, juice aisle and opening up like bottles of Hawaiian Punch and Gatorade and taking a drink, putting the cap back on, and then putting them back on the shelf? And the dude filming, he's like, We're giving everybody Corona. Yep, what an idiot. These people need to just... Yeah, you know what that is now? You know what that is right now? That's domestic terrorism. Oh, absolutely. The lady in Pennsylvania that happened at Garrity's in Wilkes-Barre, she was charged with, uh, she was charged with terroristic threats and uh, threatening to release a bioaerosol agent. Yeah, and it's like, what, $43,000 of organic produce she coughed on? Yep, yep. It was ridiculous. All of the, all the produce, meats... They, I, I think the number was like, thir- I think they rounded at 35, but it might have been more than that. But it's still a, a, a vehicle's worth of produce. You could buy a car with what they had to throw away. And it was just a, so big of a waste. Such a waste, especially now when things, right now is when our supply chains are going to be stressed because everybody's panic buying. Um, like they're already, that like they can't cut down trees fast enough to make toilet paper because no pun intended, assholes can't stop buying toilet paper. Oh, no, no. There's plenty of toilet paper in the world, just the other civilized countries aren't as dumb as, uh, as oh, dumb. Yeah. As- it's horrible. What Toilet paper's gone, so now they're buying up paper towels, baby wipes, yep. and anything that can be used for that, although I don't understand why, because not none of the symptoms of this virus is diarrhea. You know, Coronaria. Coronaria, that's the name of the episode this week. <laughs> uh but it, yeah i i don't know i don't get it i don't understand what the what the what the what the connect is there it's like uh, it, why there's no diarrhea there's no there's no none of that like it's not even like tissues i understand because it's flu like so you might have to blow your nose a lot so i get tissues but I don't get the toilet paper. Like I should have taken stock. I should have told my financial advisor to take stock in Procter and Gamble, but I wasn't thinking about it. Well, another tip here, I guess, uh, I don't know if we really want to mention it cause it's, you know, common sense, but I guess these people don't have any of that is wash your hands for 20 seconds. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't just Sink run, them, run them under the faucet. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to just throw in use soap. Uh, Cause I, I, I'm, I know that we're, I, I, I it just because I, I feel like that's something that these people should have to, it should have to be said, use soap uh, and water. Um, you can't wash your hands in beer. Um, I, I don't know. I'm sure somebody's tried it. Um, so that's not a thing. Uh, although whiskey will work because uh, that's a disinfectant. So if you want to waste your Jack, um, that's one way you could do it. But I will give uh, comments why you brought that up, Mike. I will give um, these distilleries credit for making hand sanitizer for hospitals and doctor's offices through oh, the yeah. distillery. 
a lot of them have have cut the whiskey production and and moved on to pr- producing um, hand sanitizer, alcohol, ethanol for for um, for hand sanitizers and stuff like that. It is good on them. Um, yeah, it really is because you know we're going to need a lot of it. Oh yeah, and then the thing about that is like now they're. I know on the news the other day they uh, some of these places you can't even find aloe anymore. Yep, because people are making their own. Um, you we're, can't even. We're, you can't get rubbing alcohol anywhere. Like you can't even go to the Sunoco and get it. It's sold out there too. Yep. We're, we're trying to, um, we're, we're at least have had talkings about starting to make our own hand sanitizer as well. Um, you know, doing the whole distillery thing and stuff like that. I know that it's a gray area when it comes to legality, but I'm not making booze. I'm making hand sanitizer, right? Oh Yeah. And that will be the new TLC show here in about a month. Yeah. Yep. Hand sanitizer bandits. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Well, we're just about in an hour, boys. I think that uh, I think we've covered quite a bit here. I think we've got um, we've got a lot of good information out there. Wash your hands. Don't be stupid. Social distance. Stay away from people. Stay home. Don't be morons. I, I don't know what else I could say. Don't, don't fucking go out if you don't have to. Yeah, like, I mean, this isn't off from work. Doesn't mean you can go lollygag around about town. Stay home. Listen to what the governor said. Yeah, stay well, the fuck home. Places are nice enough to stay open and stay in business so that you can get your 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 essentials and your creature comforts um so don't be fucking going to walmart and walking around gawking and and perusing uh and i'm sick and tired well people were people were walking around shopping like there's nothing going on just just perusing looking at stuff that really bad here like a week ago there was probably like two three hundred people in lowe's the other day when i went to get a lowe's right now like holy shit exactly and the people, like uh, my wife, she she uh, ends up going to the store and stuff like that uh, when we need to during the day. I, when, honestly, when, honestly, I wouldn't let Katie go to the store. Not not with well, she had. You, you tell her. You tell her she can't <laughs> leave. You, you need to have that fight with her. I'll tell you what. You tell her. I, tell I'm her. telling you that you need to have that fight with her because it's important. So – uh, I, she, she understands. She takes a lot of extra precautions, but she does say uh, she's got one of those. Or, she's got a nurse. That mask. She's got a nurse mask and, and the whole deal. She's, she's good to go. Uh, but the bigger point is send her on her way. She, she might end up on, uh, she might end up on a, on, on a site that we don't want her on at that point. Um, but, uh, strokes <laughs> she says that people are people are standing in the aisles just gabbing like like yeah. shooting the shit like like it's normal like it's normal everyday shit. People get get we get your fucking bread, eggs, and milk and get the fuck out. Get well, did you see what they're doing at the club? What's that? Or even go down the aisles anymore? You have to tell an associate what you need, and they have to get it for you. Oh, no, the way the way it's working at Walmart is that all aisles are one way traffic. And even if you don't need anything out of that aisle, you have to walk down that aisle. I like it. And I you like have it. to stay and they, and they have you have to maintain distance away from people. I just I just wish people would understand what's going on. Don't don't like 
my my aunt lives down in Virginia, and she says she she raises chickens, um, just in in her front yard. Nothing like you know commercially or anything like that. But she had a weasel, and her chickens died, and she had to go get more chicks. And she went out to the farm supply store, which is still open because it's essential business. You still got to be able to grow your food and shit. Um, so she went to get more chickens, and this lady just walks up to her and starts playing around in the box with her chickens, like playing with the chicks and looking up and talking to her. And she had to say, like, excuse me, back up. Uh, like you, like you, your story, Jay, you ha- she had to tell the lady, like, get back. Like, are you kidding me? All because she had cute little peepee chickens. Like, we get it. They're cute. But you, if you've never seen a fucking chick, you know, look online. Watch yeah. it on YouTube. But I mean, do you go up to anybody else's cart and start rummaging through their stuff? Oh, I got this, too. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's funny you got oh. that. I needed it, too. So you like Eggle Waffles and I like Eggle Waffles. We should be friends. Well, that's the sad part about this whole stay-at-home order and all that is – you know, being human, we're so social creatures that you're telling us to like telling us to do the exact opposite of what we want to do. Yeah. And then we're going to be, you know, little kids about it and fight that, you know, fight that what we got told to do. So now we're going to see all these people that, you know, that are extroverts, you know, that can't help it. And then they're the ones that make this virus spread even faster. Well, um, we've had a good show. Um, we're at, a, we're at hour three, so I'm going to go ahead and cut it short. Paul, do you want to go ahead and plug your podcast? Uh, yeah. Um, you can catch me anchor.fm. It's the show's called the ramblings of a man child. I do weekly episodes. Uh, so you can catch me over there. Catch me on the socials, uh, Twitter and Facebook at ramblings 2020. And as usual, you can find us at pod uh, between the lines show at podbean.com. You can find all of our social links there. You can find us on Twitter at the BTL podcast. Um, I'm looking into get on, getting on the anchor.fm as well. Um, it seems like they push out the Spotify and some other places along uh, those lines. Um, so you can find us all there. Again, all of our social media links uh, could be found at between the lines show.podbean.com. Um, check us out. Find us on Facebook. Uh, give us a like, give us a comment, let us know what you like, let us know what you don't like, uh, give us some feedback, because if we don't know, we don't know. Um, so let us know what you want to hear next. Um, I hope everybody can stay healthy, stay safe, social distance, stay away from places you're not supposed to be, and follow the CDC guidelines. Anyone else have anything that they want to add? All right, everyone have a great week. Later. Later.